Take a Time Out with the Career Center. I'm your host, Jameer Greer. And I'm your co-host, Samuel Hayes. You can often find me on campus in association with the Computer Science Club. I am the club president, and it's one of the student organizations in the School of Computing and Information, which I am enrolled in and currently a junior. Um, but I'm here today with you as a Pitt IT Tech Ambassador. I'm also a junior, part of Pitt's College of Business, Business Administrations, majoring in Supply Chain Management and Business Information Systems. I am also a Pitt IT Tech Ambassador, as well as the Vice President of Pitt's Club Wrestling Team, which, we co which I co-founded last September. That's actually really cool. There's a lot of uh, clubs like that on campus. Um, that I really enjoy either attending events for or just seeing people participate in. During today's episode, we will be exploring what it means to be a tech ambassador. Basically, we'll give students insights to the hiring process, the job duties, the day-to-day -day operations, and much more. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and start off with just talking about kind of the um, interviewing process. And so before you're actually hired, um, we both went through a series of interviews. Um, we had like a phone screen first with the uh, team lead. And then after that, we had a Teams meeting that we had scheduled um, that was kind of a more in-depth, talking about your involvement with technology, your major at the university, and some, some other things like that. Um, and so it was really interesting to kind of figure out how you're suited for this role, kind of talk about how you think um, you could best help advocate on behalf of Pitt IT. Um, and I think that those were all very important details because we're not all the same person on the team. Um, and I think that it's very interesting that we ended up without any kind of a duplicate personas in terms of like what we contribute to Pit IT as uh, tech ambassadors. Yeah, agreed. I mean, um, you're in the CS yeah. school, yeah, and then the I'm in the business school, um, doing the wrestling club and stuff, and you're doing um, yeah, I yeah. Do CS club. And so uh, it's it's funny leading into our next thing when we were all finally assembled kind of before fall semester started. Um, we had an excitement day where we were very lucky to be able to go into Microsoft's Pittsburgh offices, which were very cool. I got some photos from the windows because I brought my camera with me. Um, I'd actually just gotten back from my summer internship. And so we're kind of talking to each other, talking about like, oh, you're this, you're that. Like, oh, you're all very, very different people. I mean, we even had a, a, a grad student on board last semester. Um, and one of the first things that people started picking on was like, oh, everyone can be in technology. We want to make sure we expand this to everyone. And um, our friend Pam was the only writing major there. I think it was writing or English. Yep, so yeah, she's writing. Whenever anyone needed to make an analogy to someone who you might think technology doesn't matter to them, they're like, you know, Pam's a writing major. And so that was just repeated so quickly. So I knew her name before anyone else was in the group. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was awesome. It was downtown, the new office. Um, you could see the PPG arena from the windows. Um, came was right there it was awesome yeah it was really cool and and honestly we, we got through a lot in that day although you know i had uh, again i just mentioned that i literally just got back to pittsburgh because yep. i was interning in seattle so i was uh i was what's it called when you get off of a plane jet lag jet lag super yep. jet lagged the time zone it was kicking yep. my butt i just could not um but it was all very interesting information so we were actually taken through a very comprehensive LinkedIn training on how to beef up our LinkedIn and I've seen a bunch of LinkedIn trainings before by like either alumni or upperclassmen students when I was a freshman um, but there's no LinkedIn training better than one designed by someone who works for LinkedIn right yeah, and so now we have that PowerPoint and we're able to kind of regurgitate that training with kind of our added specialty experience but it was definitely an interesting day and then we were trained on uh, Microsoft Teams we had done all of these like 
Microsoft. We learned uh, the basics of Microsoft Suite. Um, before that, we learned how to use Microsoft um, Education, LinkedIn Learning, and we got all these extra side certificates that, again, as a student, you can do this all on your own, regardless of if you want to become an IT ambassador. Yep. Um, but all these cool pieces of information, and then it kind of culminated in that first day kickoff of like, here's all the different things we want you to be paying attention to, what we want you to be knowledgeable on, what you, we want you to be able to talk about. Yeah, I learned a lot that day. And then at the end of that, it was like a nine, ten hour training day. It was a long day, but it was a lot yeah. of fun. They had a coffee machine in there. I remember I had like four or five cups of coffee. It was catered. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that. even a coffee guy, and I had a couple of cups. Yep. And um, by the end of that training, we earned our certifications in Microsoft Teams. And then even prior to that, to kick off our program, we spent the summer um, earning our Microsoft 900 certifications, which is like a fundamental, um, basic Microsoft certification that looks really good on your resumes. And Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty cool to uh, be able to have all of that. And again, all of that was completely prior to us, you know, fully stepping into this position. That's something any student can do. And so it was kind of a very interesting uh, uh, peek into what we're supposed to be able to tell other students you can do just as a student. Yep. And so then after Excitement Day, um, you know, we jumped into just kind of the immediate nature of we're on campus, things are starting up, you know, freshmen just hit campus, some people are just now transferring in, yep. um, catching that initial wave of people and t informing them about PIT yep. that uh, we pretty much immediately had available um, different, uh, what's it called, we had different events to staff almost immediately. Yep, we did. And this was, again, it was a pilot program last semester, fall of, what year? Yeah, fall 22. Yeah. Um, that was the first semester that this happened, so there was a lot going on. We were creating our social media, building a presence with that, building connections with faculty and staff, different clubs. There was a lot going on. Um, furthermore, with the basic training process, just going back to that, we even did so, uh, just these simple basic university trainings about like inclusion and diversity and all that. And then some LinkedIn like modules and courses just like on like how to train like it was I think one was called like train the yeah, trainer one was the the train the trainer yep. one was actually very interesting about like what makes for an effective communicator when you're trying to teach someone how to do something either maybe that they don't want to do or something that they think they already do well um so that was very interesting but yeah some of that uh you know there was a lot of pit required trainings just if you become a student employee anywhere you have to go through a bunch of trainings um there's a bunch of those positions but like you know that's no matter your university position and honestly it's good coverage in general of just you know being more aware and a more conscious person, um, but yeah, some of the some of the events that we got to staff. I know there was a student activities fair yep. um, that we were at. There was a, a kind of university employment fair that we were at. Yep. Um, campaigning, kind of doing the exact same thing we're doing now, talking about what it's like to be IT ambassador. Although now we have a lot more experience with it. Yep. Exactly. Um, what were some of the other things? There was we a, did a LinkedIn lounge. Within right, um, yeah, no, that was William Pitt Union, we had like 150 students over yeah, the course of three days of people come come in and out, learn about resumes and LinkedIn and just all careers. Uh, and it was also like really helpful to a lot of students. I know a lot of people on campus that were like, hey, thanks, because for computer science, um, at least, a lot of the internship applications start in the fall. Like they start in the middle of your fall semester. Like you're submitting apps in August, October. Um, and of course, you might not get your acceptance until like December, but it starts very quickly. And so having all that training very on, uh, being able to administer all of that training very early on was very helpful. Um, and you know, even I had uh, an extra head start on everyone being able to submit those applications because I already had my resume proofread by a couple of people. Um, so that was very cool. What else did we do? Oh, we did the Halloween uh, 
Scarehouse. The Scarehouse uh, was really yep. fun. Yep. We had a bunch of candy. We had um, a ton of socks, a bunch of little prizes and giveaways. Um, there were a bunch of prizes that were out for competition. If you played games uh, to make yourself aware of cybersecurity, we had things advertising LastPass, the university's password manager system, which if you don't use, you absolutely should. It consolidates so much and really helps you out in terms of you have an access key to this kind of one basket that is extra secure so that all of your accounts can just kind of be tacked on the last pass, which is very helpful. Um, what was the other thing that we were looking at? We were talking about uh, phishing. Email phishing was the other thing. Yep. Making sure that you're not doing scams. And I actually had friends screenshot an email, send it to me, and they were like, hey, Jameer, is this a scam? And I was like, yes. Good yeah. job. No, you w it worked. You correctly identified the IT department scam. You would not have fallen victim to that. Make sure to report it as spam or report it as phishing. And they do it, and they get a the little congratulatory email, like, congrats, you identified spam, like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and then looking forward to this semester, we have a lot of great stuff going on. We just meet, met the last week of January, and we got, um, I don't want to give away too much, but we have this thing called Pit Tank in the works. Yeah, we're working on a, a bunch of different details about um, how to kind of uh, get more people using uh, Pit Technology. And we have all these different things. We have the, uh, I think it's Kaczynski Cup. We have the innovation and competition, not with Pit IT, but just Pit as a whole. Yep. Um, we have Pit Innovation. There's a bunch of hackathons. I'm the president of Computer Science Club, and we host a bunch of hackathons. Um, and a lot of these events kind of focus on the intersection between technology and something else. right? So there's the Pit Challenge, which is about the innovation, uh, the intersection of health and technology. Um, Computer Science Club's uh, CSC Hacks is about the intersection between um, self-motivation and development and technology like what can you do with technology we're aiming at a makeathon and there's an engineering school has stuff where like the intersection between robotics and innovation and technology and stuff like that and so these are just kind of some of the essential tools that you want and so we're looking at a hackathon or kind of kind of a, a day of events based on how to get yourself better acquainted with that specific technology as well yeah um, we're also spending a lot of time this semester with our uh, social media. There's going to be a lot of interesting and creative ideas through that, so be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's our main one right now, um, pit.tech.ambassadors. Um, we're actually working on a logo for that right now. I love that. I love the dots as opposed to the underscores. That was a very important design decision. Yep. Because yep. all one word would have looked super messy, kind of blurry, <laughs> but pit IT ambassadors, pit.it.ambassadors, I guess I should say. Looks way cleaner, easier to add as a URL or uh, whatever, whatever. That's but that's a whole design aspect because yep. when you go on that Instagram, you'll see us posting. You'll see us posting to our stories, um, and it, it's uh, we post whenever we have an event or if we have an IT ambassador or a specific um, function. Um, so so it's very cool, and we also have the ability to be specifically asked to show up at something, and so we yep. have this form that's out there where you can request an IT ambassador, and if you have a specific person you'd like to request. Like, I know Res Life has requested me to do trainings because I'm friends with a bunch of the RAs this semester. And so they'll say, like, hey, we need you specifically to talk to all these RAs about this thing um, and a bunch of other things. And so, like, you can request a specific ambassador or as an ambassador, you can say, like, hey, if you ever have something, make sure to request specifically me. Um, and so it's a very, like, self-advocating uh, schedule, right, where you, like, you go, you find something that can benefit, you propose it to the team lead, the team manager, you keep everyone informed, and then you say, hey, this worked out, or you say, hey, we planned this super cool event, but we didn't actually get as much turnout as we liked, uh, maybe this is why, and what that does is even though you didn't personally succeed, um, it lets someone either try to kind of make a twist on that and say, like, oh, 
maybe you should have had food at that event. Maybe you should have asked the event sponsor to bring food or something like that. Or it might just be like, hey, that event type just isn't going to work for the type of thing we're talking about. Yep. There just aren't going to be that many people showing up to you know, this specific type of training, and we're just not going to do it again. Yep. And either way, that that's a, that's a learned experience that, you know, again, as you mentioned, as a pilot program, we want to be able to have and be able to say, like, hey, we know this doesn't work anymore. Yep, exactly. Um, another thing I would like to mention, if you see us, we have these um, blue blue and white shirts. Bright blue. Bright blue. blue. Um, Racing uniform blue. I wear mine at least once a week on campus, honestly. Absolutely. Yep, it says, I think it's, yeah, Pitt IT Tech Ambassador on the front. The back says I'm an expert. If you see us, don't be shy. Feel free to come come over, say hi. Talk to us about whatever you'd like. Just get to know us or any questions or anything. Just want to know more. Yeah, if you see us um, on Instagram, if you want to, like, reach out and DM us. I know my Instagram is public yep. and, you know, sanitized and everything. Like, it's a very normal public-facing Instagram. Feel free to DM me. If you have any questions, I've had people in my classes go, hey, you're one of those uh, Pit IT people, right? Um, can I do this, do this, this, this? And then I literally, you know, I missed my professor. I'm in a uh, photography class and we're learning Lightroom. And my professor was like, hey, all these people have the, these issues. Do you think you could just give this specific lecture on Lightroom? And I was like, yeah, of course. I'll host this specific lecture on Lightroom and help everyone mount their hard drives and, you know, reformat their SD cards and everything. And it's like, hey, that's a part of my job description. Maybe yep. I didn't schedule these hours ahead of time, but you know, once that professor says, Hey, can you do this thing? I'm in a position where that is literally in my job description to just kind of pick up and go from yep. whatever I'm presented with. And that's one thing I also really like about our job as a tech ambassador. It's a lot of, we have a lot of our own freedom. Um, I mean, the hours can be anything you'd like between 10 and 20 hours, but what you do within those hours is really up to you. We'll do like bi-weekly, sometimes weekly meetings, depending on how busy the month is and whatnot. But really, other than that, it's just as long as we're, we're we're scheduling our own events on our own accord and all that stuff, and we're just checking in with the advisor or the lead every once in a while. But it's not like they're um, telling us, giving us like what to do on a weekly basis. It's a lot yeah. of We do have some freedom. internal uh, kind of scheduling things where it's like, hey, um, if someone's able to staff this, like I know there's an event this previous Wednesday that was like... Uh, yeah, I think it was this previous Wednesday, and they were like, hey, if anyone's free from this time to this time, and, you know, I just have to go, no, I'm not available during that time. I have classes all day, Monday, Wednesday. Um, it's kind of this weird thing where, like, oh, man, my schedule kind of sucks, but now I'm the go-to person for if we ever have a Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday event, I can run that all day. Um, and so we have the, the people on the team, and we have a variance of students specifically because there's a variance of interests and on-campus connections. Um, and you know, sometimes overlaps that really benefits the entirety of the IT staff. Yep. So we've talked a lot about the events and stuff that we're doing, but if you want to get like a bigger picture of like, okay, so you know what we do, but like, what's, what are we, I guess is another way. So essentially our, our main goal is to connect Pit IT to the students along with some influences from Microsoft. So we want to make you, the students, get the most out of the technology offerings here at Pitt. Because there's so much of it, and I cannot tell you the number of times where a student has told me, oh, my laptop crashed, and, you know, I have some stuff saved, but I don't know how to do this, 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 and I'm like, all right, just go use the university computing lab. You know, you sign in with your password, you use it like a right computer, and they go, what? And it's like, what do you mean, what? Like, there's you know, there's computers that you can use, they're in Kathy, they're in, uh, there's some in Posmar? No. What's the one? Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence, that's what it is. I always get those two mixed up because yep. they're half connected. Yeah. Um, there's different spaces for different machines. There's like, you know, different specific classrooms you can request access to. There's different creativity spaces. Like there's all these different use resources that uh, PetIT has and the only one everyone uh, talks about is printing. 
Yep. <laughs> I know students who have, like, a cracked version, a cracked meaning, like, illegally downloaded uh, version of, like, Adobe Lightroom or, like, Adobe Premiere. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've got my cracked Premiere. I'm set. And I'm like, you go to school with me. We get free Premiere. Yeah. Like, that's a part of your tuition. Yep. You get free Premiere. I talked to students at other universities. I have a friend that goes to Northeastern University. He's like, you get what? Yep. And I'm like, yeah, no, it makes my, my editing jobs that much easier. Yep. And they're kind of these things that you don't know until you get into these, like, more niche spaces or more niche interests, like Photography Club will talk about Lightroom, or um, I'm a videographer for the Pit News, and so, you know, obviously I know Premiere, and they had to say, like, what do you know about Premiere? I'm like, well, I know a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, but, like, until you get into those niche spaces, you might not know as much about all of the different uh, services you have, and that is why we're here. Yep, exactly. The moral of the story is we, the tech ambassadors, we're here for you. We're here for the student body, the faculty, the um, university as a whole. There's just a lot of technology that we have to offer that could be more, could be utilized more, um, whether it's helping you find free softwares or holding trainings on Microsoft stuff or Adobe Cloud um, or just any any questions you have at all, tech-related, even if it's just about the university. A lot of us are um, upperclassmen that are just knowledgeable about the university yeah. as a whole, and we're here to help. Like I said, we're here for you. And there's plenty of ways you can engage with us. You can request us at your events. Like Jameer said, there's a little forum. You can attend our workshops and trainings. And then you can build technology and professional skills suitable for any career with the help of us. Yeah. There's not a job that I can think of where we would be useless. Not a single one. Not a, There's always an amount of uh, knowledge transfer um, no matter what career you're focused on. And I think that that's super helpful. But I know you might be hearing all of these things and you might be going, okay, yeah, they're just kind of talking about this. But what do they actually do? Well, like we mentioned earlier, because it's kind of more, it's not, I would never call it ad hoc, but I would definitely call it like a reservation-based system where like, if we know how we have an event coming up, someone goes like, okay, sure, I'll staff that. Yep. Um, or someone goes, yeah, that time works for me. Um, sometimes we'll get blurbs where, you know, someone says like, hey, this is an opportunity for a talk. This is an opportunity we need this piece of media created. If you can take time spending this and you log the hours you spend um, on this as a part of your position. Um, right now we are sitting in an apartment making a podcast yep. and that's a part of our, it's not part of the literal job description, but it's a part of our like, uh, you know, job availability, right? Yep. So they said, Hey, we want someone to produce an IT podcast, um, for the university, for the career center. Yep. And we said, Hey, we've worked with the career center before yep. we can speak to all of these topics. And now here we are and you guys can hear us. Yep, exactly. Um, there's probably one more last thing I'd like to ask you, Jameer, and I'll answer it myself. Oh, absolutely. Before we wrap this up here. Um, out of everything that the tech ambassadors have to offer, what, Ooh. why do you like it the most and what's your favorite That's a thing lot. within okay. it? Okay. All right. So do you think I should answer this as someone who is a tech ambassador or if I wasn't a tech ambassador, the thing that I would most care about? I guess as a tech ambassador, as, as, yeah, as a tech ambassador, what's your favorite part of the job? Like, why do you like being a tech, tech ambassador? ambassador? My favorite part of the job. Well, I think, um... Uh, this might be a little bit, too, like, kind of haha funny TMI, but whenever people ask me for my job description, um, long before this, I've had jobs where I've interned at National Institutes of Health, I previously interned at Google, I've interned at the American Psychological Association, I've uh, been a camp counselor, I do all these different things, but the one job that I would always say that I will permanently have the, uh, the title of is techie. Right, so like if you play video games and you could choose a class like Rogue Hunter, I would just put like technology officer above my head. Yeah. Um, and there's so much that I always think I know about tech, um, but I'm always looking to learn more. So like 
I have all these little bits of information about like I know so much about cameras, I know about microphones, I know about like other recording equipment, I know about literally circuits, motherboards, I build computers, tear them down, I know about how to operate, set up, tear down software, and no matter what I do, somebody shows me a neat little trick in OneDrive that I just didn't know existed. And there's always so much more to learn and I think it's always interesting when someone asks me a question and I go, ooh, I get to research that and add it to my little treasure trove of knowledge. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think it's just like super interesting to um, meet a collective of all of these different students, you know, again, not to pick on Pam, but Pam's super interesting to work with because her entire university experience is very different from mine as uh, you know a different major like I'll talk to people that you know they spend their entire day and all of their classes are in Kathy yeah. and I only get to take like one class in Kathy like I think I've had two classes in Kathy ever yep. and I have no classes in Kathy this semester I spend my time in literally only two buildings yep and Same so here. it's like it's this I go from Senate Square to the IS building and just you know the people you walk past in your daily commute the spaces you're used to occupying are just so completely different and so the computer labs that you're aware of or where you go if you need to print something or, you know, even where you study in between your classes is so wildly different that I can't say that I know, like, too much more about it than any one other person. And hearing all of those different experiences and how uh, the IT overlaps with, like, oh, well, I really needed to write up this report for a class or, like, literally, personally, um, I took a class about creating advertisements. Um, yep. I think it was, like, written or digital arguments or something like that. And it was okay. about making advertisements. And I was like, well, I guess I have to use Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator to make some advertisements. Yep. And that's just a whole new product that I have to open up, but it is all still under the IT umbrella of like, okay, well, now I need to print this flyer to see how it looks. Right? Yep. And I need to you know, open this other service, or I need to be able to save all these files to OneDrive because I'm not using the space on my laptop for it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so it just gets very interesting, like what new things you pick up with every new class you take. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So yeah, as for me personally, um, there's like a multiple, there's not one answer I would say. I mean, I've learned a lot, like you were saying, Demir, in the telegram, I've just learned a lot about um, technology in general and Pit IT and Microsoft. And so there's constantly learning, but I've also just feel like I've actually, um, I'm giving back and actually helping people. Like I've had plenty of um, fellow students who I've taught in a workshop or whatever, and they've reached out and emailed me afterwards and said, thank you so much. I learned a lot. This was so helpful. Um, I even had someone email me like a month down the line saying that this PowerPoint slide in particular was so useful for them for a job interview. Um, so that, that that's awesome, feeling like I'm helping someone. And then, I, like I said, or mentioned earlier, I like the um, the flexibility where, like, it's a lot of planning on our ends, but I, you can be creative with it. Like, we can do podcasts, we can do trainings, events, whatever we'd like, um, to some extent, obviously, but I like that a lot. Um, and I would say that's about it for me. Yeah, so uh, this is kind of been us talking about what it's like to be a Pit IT ambassador. Um, applications are open, I believe. Um, if you go to our Instagram, we will have posted them. If you go to, um, there, we have our own website through the Pit IT website. I can't remember the URL off the top of my head, but I'm sure it'll be in the description or it'll be fairly easy to find. Very straightforward as all things should be. Um, and then in the future, um, we are looking to have an episode talking about what the future looks like, which uh, is talking about kind of how Microsoft has partnered with Pit. Um, and what that's looking like in terms of technology, technology suites, and what that integration might bring to students as, you know, it's hard to pick up something when you're already in your junior year and you're kind of like dead set on getting through Orgo finally and you're just graduating, you're out of here. But as more and more students get brought in and onboarded, it's a lot of 
easier to get um, students and honestly new professors alike to be able to use these and kind of streamline efficiency yeah. in terms of technology and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. Do, 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 do. So yeah, definitely stay tuned to, for that. It should be very interesting. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, definitely uh, follow up with us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today while we discuss what it's like to be a Pitt IT ambassador here at Pitt. Um, we would like to thank our Career Center partners, Norfolk Southern, Bayer, Enterprise, Aldi, Williams, and Eaton. As always, take a time out with Career Center and help.